Hello everyone, welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Mastrana and today I'm here with Paul Falowitz of Sycentrics Business Advisors. How's it going? It's going very well, thanks for having me. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, <clears throat> I started a company a couple months ago called Sycentric Business Advisors, mm -hmm. trying to help small businesses with their accounting needs and just trying to find a way to help them understand their monthly financials and, and get them in a better position than they were before. Okay, awesome. That's pretty cool. So tell me a little bit about the business then. So you're, you're only a few months old. Yep, just uh, started a little off the 4th of July. Okay. Um, I used to be a CFO for a uh, major freight company down in Boston. Mm -hmm. uh, I got laid off at the beginning of the year and had trouble finding the job and, you know, kind of created my own job. So and, yeah. uh, helping a, a lot of small businesses and, and that's kind of the lifeblood of, of America at the moment. Okay. So for those who don't know, what's a CFO? CFO is a chief financial officer. So okay. usually the, the um, working with the CEO, um, working to make sure the company's moving in the right direction financially and as well as strategically. Okay, pretty cool. So I know when it comes to your area, which is like accounting and all that stuff, probably not what people enjoy doing. <laughs> it's um, it's either like it or you don't like it. There is no in-between with accounting whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, however, accounting is all built off one principle, debits equal credits. Mm -hmm. And then the numbers just become bigger after that. So it makes it easier to understand once you get into it and you see it. And a lot of the, everyone does accounting in their personal life as well. You're paying your bills, you're paying your rent, you're paying your electricity, and you know if you don't pay them, you get in trouble, and it's the same thing with the business. So um, you know, it, it kind of keeps that same that same area going, but mm -hmm. um, the business is just it just has more zeros at the end of the check when you're doing it versus what you do on your personal side. Yeah, well, hopefully. I mean, I would love my personal side to have that many zeros on it, but <laughs> depends who you are, so and, and, yeah. and how successful you are. But yeah. uh, for the for the average person, uh, the rent is not going to be the same as a building rent or if you had a uh, hundred thousand square foot warehouse that you're paying uh, a mortgage or rent on on a monthly basis. Yeah. So. What type of businesses do you guys typically work with? Um, do we work with any sort of small business. So uh, the niche is kind of that 20 or less size company, uh, 20 or less employees. Mm -hmm. They don't have a finance person. They don't really have a need for a full-time full finance person. But what they do have a need of is making sure that their monthly financials are taken care of. They do a bank reconciliation. They produce a profit and loss statement so they know how much money they're either making or not making on a monthly basis. And just kind of making sure that their expenses are in line with what they need them to be and not making mistakes and paying for a recurring charge that might be going on for months that is kind of throwing money away at the moment. Hmm. So is that something you see quite a bit of? Everybody on their credit card statement has a recurring charge. Um, the most popular one is a gym membership. You pay that gym <laughs> membership for the entire year, but you never use it. Yeah. So my advice is either use it or cancel it. Um, you know, you, you, it's, it's giving your money away and when you come down and you look at your financial statements at the end of the month and you don't like it, there's usually one or two expenses on there which you just haven't got your, your money used for. So, um, you know, you just either use it or, or cancel it. Most places you can cancel it and it's not a problem and, or go use it and just make sure you get the, you get your money for it and you'll find out if it's going to be something useful for you or not. Hmm, pretty cool. So, because I can see this being really important for small businesses, especially because big ones, you know, if they burn through money, they tend to do that. <laughs> but then small businesses, it's important because you're just starting and you don't have a lot to blow away anyway. Well, if you compare like an Apple that has, you know, a billion dollars in the bank, yeah. you know, they lose 1% of it. It's not a big deal. If you have $1,000 in the bank and you lose 1% of it, you're going to have a sleepless night as a small business owner. So you want to make sure that that money is being used properly mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that money is growing. 
and you want to make sure that that money is being used to fund the company and not for things that are going to cause the company harm down the road. And again, as a small business owner, you don't have the, the time and resources and, and the money that you want. However, if you do it the right way and you grow that business the right way, you will have that you will have that money in the bank, and you know that will be something that you can then get a second, third, fourth location for a business, and that's what a lot of people want to do. They want to grow, they want to become bigger than they are, and they want to be ex- as successful as possible. Yeah, that's pretty good. So you're kind of, actually, yeah, I'm saying you kind of help businesses grow. <laughs> yeah, that. and you know, everyone, um, I've, I've yet to meet a person over um, my 45 years on this earth who said, hey, you know what, I have enough money, I'm good. Everybody, even if you have a you know, you a celebrity or, or a billionaire, everybody wants more money. So, um, the small business side, they want more money as well. That's that's why you get into business. You want to, you have a great idea, you have a great concept, you want to get that concept off the ground. Um, the biggest holdup for a lot of people is that money side. Either you have to find investors or you have to use your personal money to to get that off the ground. And you want to turn that money into something that's going to be substantial for for a long period of time. Brilliant. Okay. So before we get any further, let's talk about the name of your business a little bit. Where did you come up with that? Uh, this is actually a franchise. So they're based okay. down in uh, Athens, Georgia. They have. Um, was, I was the 31st franchise owner that they, they found. The majority of the franchise owners are down south, so anywhere from North Carolina out to Texas. That's probably where about 95% of the franchises are located at the moment. Mm-hmm. And the company came up with a name based on putting success and concentric together. So that's mm-hmm. how they come up with Sycentrix at that point. Um, and they just wanted to find a business that was going to help small business owners because, again, probably about 85% of the businesses out there qualify as a small business in the eyes of the government. And they want to make sure that those people are successful because those are the people that are going to be spending a lot of time and energy on this economy. So if small business is going well, the economy goes well, and then everyone is going to be successful at that, at that time. Okay, cool. So that's interesting. So I know... So I guess this is a fun conversation because I know a lot of franchises, you know, kind of when you sign up with them, there's a lot more to it. So you get like McDonald's where you have a building and there's this whole thing. So what goes along with, you know, Centrix? The biggest thing is the franchise owner has 40 years of experience. Mm -hmm. He had a previous franchise model that he used. And then about five years ago, he saw everything kind of going on the cloud. So he followed the accounting onto the cloud as well. So we try to partner with customers who are using an online accounting system so that I can look at it on my smartphone or my tablet or my computer at home. I don't have to go sit in front of your computer to find out what your financials are and then tying up your computer, which is then tying up your time in order to get out there and and push your product at that point. So everything can be done online today. It makes it so much easier. And he's kind of saw that model about five years ago and he changed the model of the way that the old franchise was and then rebranded it under a new name with a kind of a new mission at that point. But it still was doing the same exact thing, just making sure that your books are closed on a monthly basis and you have someone that you can reach out to say, this doesn't make sense, can you help me go over this? Or once a year with taxes to make sure that you're taking advantage of as many deductions and paying the proper taxes to, to the government. Uh, or as simple as just reaching out and, and just trying to get them off the ground with a, with a simple business plan and say, hey, I got this idea, how can I get this idea off the ground and, and make this into a successful business? Hmm. Okay, I like it. I was going to ask something, I forgot what it was. Um, yeah, whatever. So, I guess this, this is one of my favorite questions I ask it all the time. What are businesses typically doing wrong? Or what do you see a good bit of that? You're like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> the, the one thing I see all the time is that they're overspending. 
Okay. Um, you know, a lot of people go out and, you know, you, you go out, you network, you meet people, you meet people that you want to sell to. What they end up doing is this sounds like a great idea. You meet a marketing person, you meet an IT person, you meet someone who's mm-hmm. doing something. You like their pitch, and then, um, but their pitch is probably not right for your company. So you go and you spend money with them, and you get no return on it. Mm-hmm. So not that all those people are trying to do anything wrong. It just might not be a good fit for you. A lot of people, every, everyone has a sales quota. They're trying to, to sell to a certain number of people, and sometimes they'll sell when it's not appropriate to sell to you. So what I try to do is make sure that they're understanding why that is on their on their P&L as an expense. So if it's a if it's a valid expense and it's getting you something where if you're uh, a marketing and you go in door to door and you have, you know, a team of five people knocking on doors, is that the best for your company to do? Some companies it's the perfect thing to do, other companies it makes no sense to get out there and, and, and spend that type of money. So you just want to make sure that they're spending their money as as efficiently as they can and you want to make sure that they understand why they're doing that and try to be able to measure it too. If you're knocking on 100 doors, and you only get two customers, you want to know is, is 2% a good close rate or a bad close rate. And sometimes you just have to be able to talk to somebody through that and understand whether that's going to be a good move for you or not as a business. Okay. And hmm, I say, now when you're working with clients, is this type of stuff you go over with them as you're working through everything? Yeah, I try to differentiate um, myself a little bit from a CPA. A CPA is more tax-based and is more of a once-a-year relationship with a business owner. Yeah, uh, I want to meet them on a monthly basis, and I want to see what they're doing on a monthly basis and watch their operations to understand what's going on and be able to make suggestions real-time. I don't want to wait until the end of the year and say, hey, you should have done this. It's too late at that point. I want to be able to yeah. fix it in the month of July so that the month of August, you can implement it and hopefully it takes you through the rest of the year and it turns around a, a negative into a positive at that point. And that's where I kind of um, see the value of, of my services is that I want to meet with you monthly, I want to sit down, I want to go over your numbers and then I want to hear the story of what you want to do or why you did something so that if it is a problem, we can fix it. And if it's something good, we're going to then um, take that idea and, and continue running with it until it doesn't work anymore. And that's what someone's looking for, just someone to be kind of a de facto um, sounding board just to understand what's going on and be able to say, hey, this is going well, this is not going well. And then to be able to make those adjustments in real time and not waiting until it's way too late. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, the the worst consequence is the business goes under. And that's not what you want to see. You want them to be successful. You want them to get off the ground. But if they're not going to do the right things, then obviously they're not going to get off the ground at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. It makes sense. <laughs> it was, yeah, I was looking at your name and like business advisors. It makes sense to be a little more than just like you said, an accountant who's just, yep, here's your taxes. You're done. You know. So I like that. It's a hands-on approach. And you know, my prior, uh, my previous experience as a CFO, eighty um, percent of my job was kind of strategic direction for the company, mm-hmm. and then twenty percent was financial. But the financial side, you could look at something and understand whether it's working or not. Yep. But you had to go and work with the sales reps, with operations, um, even into the warehouse with people who are working there, moving the, the freight on a daily basis. You need to understand why things are going on, and then you can make a suggestion. On paper, yeah, let's cut this expense. It makes no sense. But in reality, it could be what the lifeblood of the company is, and it could be holding together you know, 80% of the transactions during the day of how they're actually being moved in and out of the company. So looking at the financials is good. However, you need to be able to see that bigger picture and understand what's going on and ask those questions because sometimes people don't even realize that expense is occurring or that's going on and they want to, you know, slice it out of their, out of their budget. And 
it might be a good thing because on paper it looks good and makes it more profitable, but in reality, it's then it's going to take away revenue and you're not going to be able to, to, to service your customers the same way you did, you know, before that expense was, uh, was taken off the books. Yeah. Okay. I like it. So long road, where are you looking to take your company as far as, you know, growth and what are you looking to do with it? I'm just looking to become um, a company who is going to help other companies mm -hmm. and grow it into something where you have a strong clientele and I want customers to be with me for years and then to be able to understand that hopefully I help them get to, to a better place than they were before. They had one employee, now they're up to 10 employees because we found a little suggestion or we changed the way they were doing something and they became more successful because of that. Um, you know, you get into a service type of business because you just want to help people. Yeah. And there's, again, there's a ton of companies out there, there's a ton of different ideas, and you want to find those ones and you want to bank on those ones going forward. There's a lot of ones that aren't going to work out because there might be already 10 or 15 similar products. So you have to be able to be different from everyone else. And sometimes yeah. that's different where people have loyalty towards things. So I'm trying to build a business where I'm going to help small businesses be successful watch them grow for a bunch of years and then decide what they want to do at that point. They can sell it off to a larger company. They can sell it off to a family member. They can keep it going as, as long as they want. And that's kind of, you know, you want to see that. You want to come down 20 years down the road where, you know, their kids have gone through college. Now they've got grandkids and you've seen that success and you've yeah. known them throughout those years. And you feel like you've been a little bit a part of that success as well as my feeling too is if I can help someone else be successful, then I become successful at the same time. Yeah. If I'm recommending a, an idea to you, um, you know, through your financials or through whatever, and it doesn't work, and then you fail six months down the road, I fail as well. And then I don't want those companies to, to go under. I want everyone to be as su successful as possible, and I want them to grow to what they want to grow to, whether it's one shop or fifty shops. Yeah. You know, it is their choice. They, you know, someone might be just happy with a corner shop and you know, working nine to two every day and, you know, they have enough money to, to live the lifestyle they want where other people want a 24-7 and 10 locations. And that's their choice. That's what they want to do. And I just want to be a small part of that success of, of whatever they want to accomplish in their in their business dreams. Yeah. Well, that's good. You know, as I said, most businesses are small, officially. So, you know, helping them get off the ground is important for the economy. Huh. So it's good. Yeah, you want again. You want you want to see the successes. You don't want to see the failures. And you know, unfortunately, with a lot of things these days, we always hear about the bad side. You never really hear about the good side. And you yeah. want more of those good stories of saying, you know, someone started something, and um, two years down the road, it's it's the next hottest thing that's out there, and everyone is, you know, everyone has it, and everyone's using it, and yeah. they're loyal to that brand or they're loyal to that person at that point because they did help them figure something out that they had a problem with. Yeah, like those stupid little fidget spinners that became like took off like that overnight <laughs> and then you got to find a way to keep that longer than you know the the that, fad of the 15 minutes month, yeah. which a lot of things happen so um but i'm sure that there's other ways and they're even on cell phones now too so yeah. <clears throat> you know someone capitalized on that and you know made money out of that you know how long term that's going to be is depends on you know the clientele and everything but yeah. you know you want something that's going to be sustainable you want something that's going to last over a long period of time that's everybody you know would love to be able to have their 15 minutes of fame but I look at it as you want 15 years of success, and that's where you know you want to be looked upon positively that way. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, about the time. Um, so, people that want to learn a little more about you and the business, where do they reach out? I have um, websites, centricsbusinessadvisors.com slash my last name, Fallowitz. Um, I have a Facebook page under Cicentrix 
um, Bill Ricker. And um, I'm also on LinkedIn with a business page as well. So um, plenty of different ways. Social media is a very important way to advertise. And yeah. uh, I try to post something on a daily basis. Um, I also have a newsletter that I send out to people that I meet as well to, to keep them informed of what's going on. Financial is a lot of education. They, yeah. You know, a lot of people understand basics, but they don't understand bigger picture stuff. So I try to send out a newsletter on a weekly basis that's going to educate uh, the people that I've met and then kind of keep me in their eye of when they need that service or they n- run across somebody that needs that service. So uh, I try to make sure that it's something that's informative and something that it's um, someone's going to walk away and learn something. That's kind of my goal is I want to always want to learn something when I go someplace. I don't want to be able to kind of see the same old, same old. So I try to find interesting articles and interesting information to pass along to the people so that, uh, or the clients, I should say, who are going to be informed and, again, become as success- successful as they can be. Okay. I like it. Awesome. Thank you for awesome. joining me today. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much for the time. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, if you need help with your business, reach out. <laughs>